She was so determined to please Prabhupada. She tells a story. You know, the devotees were really living in very austere conditions in India. And once they were on a train traveling with Srila Prabhupada. And she was Prabhupada's cook. Her and I believe Kosalya Devi. They traveled a lot with Prabhupada. And they went to the kitchen of the train and asked if they could cook for their spiritual master. And they said, no, no one is allowed in the kitchen of the train. You cannot come. Two white American girls are asking to go into the kitchen of the train. And this is a 1970, 71. So they refused. So they begged, they pleaded, but they absolutely refused. Yamuna Devi was so committed to make prasad for Prabhupada because Prabhupada was hungry. With firm determination, she said right to the head of the train that if you don't let me in to cook for my spiritual master, then I will jump out of the train at this moment and you are responsible for my death. And she said it with such conviction they trembled. <laughs> they opened the doors to the kitchen and said, cook, cook. <laughs> and they started calling her the crazy white lady. <laughs> but she didn't care whatever they called her. She only wanted to make sure that Prabhupada got his rice. Srila Prabhupada recognized that. And she traveled with Srila Prabhupada. Bombay, in Surat, she was leading kirtans where there were thousands of people welcoming the devotees. Calcutta, Delhi. And ultimately, Srila Prabhupada instructed Guru Das Prabhu and Yamuna Devi to take charge of Vrindavan, to build the Krishna Balaram temple in Vrindavan to cultivate ISKCON bhakti in Vrindavan. And they did. And it was really difficult. When I lived in Vrindavan, there was only one other white person there. You know, I was just sleeping on the riverbanks and just going to holy places and doing bhajan. And it was the most wonderful thing but it wasn't easy. But can you imagine two Western American white people in 1971 who were given the task of building a magnificent temple and establishing an entire movement full of challenges. Everyone wanted to cheat them. Everyone wanted to exploit them. Not everyone, but many. And they did it. Year after year after year, they struggled to establish the Krishna Balaram temple in Vrindavan against all odds. I'd like to say something about what Giriraj Maharaj spoke about in his offering. 
he explained how in 1971, Yamuna Devi would sit right in the front row as Srila Prabhupada would speak, because she was so eager to hear every single word he would say. And they were at the Kumbh Mela in Allahabad. One sannyasi told her, this is India, women cannot sit in the first row when a Swami's speaking. So she started to cry, because in San Francisco, in London, and everywhere else, Srila Prabhupada gave her every facility and every opportunity to serve to her full heart's content. And Prabhupada only appreciated and encouraged her. So she went and sat back. And later, after the lecture, Prabhupada called for her. He said, don't you want to hear me speak anymore? Where were you? And she started crying again, and she told him, what the sannyasi told her. And Srila Prabhupada didn't say anything. So she realized that as the movement was growing, there were so many concerns and there was certain etiquette that she was going to have to follow, and that broke her heart. She realized she was going to have to serve Srila Prabhupada from a distance that was totally foreign and unknown to her. Now I'm going to give you a little, my own realization of what we have heard. Srila Prabhupada was asking why she wasn't there. If she asked Prabhupada's permission to sit in the front, it seems quite obvious he would have said yes. But she didn't, because she understood from his silence that there were just certain etiquettes that people were concerned with around. And she willingly accepted Prabhupada's mission, Prabhupada's purpose, as something so much greater than her own desire. When she first told me this story long ago, do you know what I was thinking? I was remembering, it's not exactly the same, but the spirit is in my heart exactly the same. When Ram told Lakshman, take Sita to Valmiki Muni's ashram, it was just supposed to be a trip. But when you reach there, tell Sita that she's going to have to stay there. We will never meet again in the physical form. That was when she was sent away. When they were approaching the ashram, Lakshman started crying. And Sita asked, what is it? What is it? And he loved Sita. She was the worshipable goddess of his life. And seeing Ram and Sita together was the 
ultimate satisfaction of his heart. It was unbearable to him. He has to tell her this. When Lakshman told Sita that you're being banished, Sita cried. She didn't argue. She revealed the precious, inconceivable love of her heart when she said to Lakshman, if this is how I could best serve my Lord, this is what I want. Above and beyond everything else, Sita wanted to help her Lord with his mission. And this incident of Kumbha Mela just shows the nature of Yamuna Devi's total, unconditional, unmotivated, loving service to Srila Prabhupada. If breaking her own heart helps Prabhupada in his mission, then that will be her life and soul. You were listening to Radhanath Swami on devotionalnectar.com.